Welcome to the NDIS Property Australia podcast. Before starting this episode, we need to provide a general disclaimer. Information contained in this podcast is general in nature only. It does not take into account the objectives, financial situation, or needs of any particular person. You need to consider your financial situation and needs before making any decisions based on the information in this podcast. And you should consider seeking independent and professional advice for your personal circumstances. All right, let's begin. Hi, guys. My name's Matthew. I'm here with Min from the office. Today, we're talking about uh, a few topics which have come up in the news, uh, such as interest rates, inflation, our new properties that we will be offering in Beverage in Melbourne, as well as the stats around the area in Melbourne. And obviously, what all these topics mean to you as an investor investing in an SDA property. So hi, Min. How's it going today? Okay, Matt. How are you? Very good. Very good. So in the news, I'm sure everyone's been listening to the news and been hearing all the stuff about the election and then interest rates going up with the RBA and then inflation as well. Um, I guess it's important for investors and our listeners to understand the impact of those topics, those three topics, I guess, um, on the SDA market, NDS market specifically, yeah. Interest rates, 0.25% going up, hey? Yep. Yep. So how does, um, in terms of, uh, does that, is that a big amount for people who might not know out there? Is that a big amount um, over the last period or is that significant? It's the first interest rate rise in 11 years. So it was 0.1% with the RBA rate. Now it's gone up by 0.25%. Um, for an average $500,000 mortgage, that's about 68 bucks a month in extra repayments. But that's not the killer. The killer is the interest rates that are intended to go up the next next few months towards Christmas. So some economists have said maybe potentially an interest rate rise every month between now and Christmas. Wow. Yep. That's significant. And interest rates being as up high as another two point zero percent between by mid of next year, twenty three. Right. Yep. Now if that were the case, an extra two percent interest rate hike, cumulative from all the um, rate, rate rate increases from the banks, we're looking at an extra thousand dollars a month in interest payments for an average one point two million dollar mortgage in Sydney. Okay, hmm. and why I raise that number one thousand dollars interest rate payments extra on a one point two million dollar um, loan in Sydney is because. Most of the SDA packages being purchased at the moment in a, around Australia are around the eight fifty to $950,000. Yeah, I'd say that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Matt, you've seen the prices around the place. Yeah. So it's most, I mean, the range would probably be, I guess, probably low 700s to high 900s. Yeah. Most, most SDA properties. Yep. So that kind of interest rate rise, just for the next 12 months, will have a negative $1,000 hit on the cash flow of your SDA investment income, obviously, mm. which is relevant towards every investor's um, questions of, well, how, how will it be? How will my net income be affected overall? So which brings me to my next point, and that is, you know, getting the right home loan rate for your SDA purchase is important, particularly the, um, the facility with the interest rate costs. I mean, I've seen... 
I've seen some investors come in with three point, you know, two point nines to three point twos to three point five percent interest rate variable rates for their for their NDS home loan for their purchase, mm. you know, and that two percent. When you add two percent to that number, so three point three percent for an average, as example, yep. plus two percent, that's they're now looking at five point three percent now. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, as an interest cost on the loan facility. So, in terms of, um, I mean, does in, inflation play a role into that? How does how, how it would does? That work? Not many people realize this, but the SDA income calculation within the SDA program of the NDIS has a inflation trigger in there. So recently, there was a uh, about two weeks ago, inflation update in the news of five point one percent for the year. Right. Yep. So five point one percent means there'll be a reflective equivalent um, increase of income, SD income, in your investment. So if you were getting a hundred thousand dollar gross income for the year for your investment with your SDA property, it now becomes one hundred five thousand dollars for the uh, update with the NDIA. Yep, yep. So with the way things are going at the moment around the world and Australia, if, well, the, the goal was always 2 3% the last 20, 30 years. Now we're looking yes. at, you know, 4 or 5% now. So if the interest rates, if the inflation, sorry, is looking at 4 or 5% per year, then in a positive manner, you're looking at an extra 4 or 5% increase in your SDA income per year, mm. okay? So over a two, three, four-year period, that, that's that's almost you know twenty percent income in, income increase, right? That's yep. massive. That's massive numbers. Yes. Yep. yep. So hundred grand gross now becomes hundred twenty grand gross. Yep. In four years' time, a hundred and fifty grand gross now becomes hundred and eighty grand. Twenty mm. percent more. Yep. Gross yep. In, in four years' time. So so inflation, although a negative weapon in in the in the economic sense is also a positive weapon in terms of calculations for future cash flow in your investment as well yes mm. yep so they're the, they're the two i guess uh impacts of inflation and interest rates that people should be aware of with regards to their 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 venture into the sda market mm. and is there anything an investor can kind of do to mitigate the effects of this or well, uh, interest to control rate, it or... Ex- only interest rates. If you get a good deal, a really good deal for your for your SDA home loan, and, that, and I've seen numbers as low as 2.8, 2.7%, mm. which is pretty good, you know. And I've seen other people come in with you know, 3.5 to 4% interest rate costs. So different lenders at different rates and it comes back to risk of the, lend- of the borrower, yeah. Mm. So I suppose it's a situation of... Um, Interest versus inflation in terms of mm. what the what you can achieve through a loan, mm. and ultimately um, that will that will impact positively if yeah. you if you, you exactly go for a loan. And, and the last point I want to raise very quickly is the government um, the um, election, Labor versus Liberal. So people are asking, well, what happens if Labor wins and whatnot? Well, under Julia Gillard, Labor put in the NDIS. So yep. if they do, if Al- Albanese wins, then they're going to reinforce um, the, com- the commitment to the NDIS, which is currently $40 billion a year. And I, I, I want to add, uh, one of the SIL providers I met at the Brisbane Disability Expo uh, only last weekend said to me, 
it costs one third. So one third of the forty billion a year is used is is spent managing the NDIS. Right. Interesting. That's a massive cost, right there. So yeah. So the the governments, Liberal and Labor, are still keen to make sure that it's delivered in a proper manner. In an effective manner, and where I think we'll be okay with that. There shouldn't be any concerns from any investors about the um, change of government if it happens, yeah. Yep, yep, exactly, yep. Um, so moving on, uh, we've got some exciting news. Um, we're kind of moving more aggressively into Melbourne, I suppose. Yeah. And exploring different options. Uh, we've got some developments which are coming up in Beverage. Mm. So as our listeners have, have, have been aware, the last two or three months we've been talking a lot about the Melbourne market how hard it is to get land and, and builders and whatnot um, we've come across one one big builder one good builder actually in Melbourne and uh, they've just come back to us the last few days with two um, resale blocks of land in Beveridge and if you don't know where Beveridge is it's it's north of um, Melbourne near Craigieburn Craigieburn's a, a big industrial area commercial industrial area and, and Beveridge is next door to it so yeah the um, we got two blocks, two blocks of land titled at four eighty and five hundred square meters each, and um, you know those the, the, these will be four bed two bath two four bed two bath two car HPS homes. And when will, when will they be ready? The land's ready. They're titled now in in this estate, so they're titled now, ready to go as resale blocks, and. Um, as soon as the purchaser buys the blocks off the vendor, then we'll go to straight to council lodgements for the building approval. So it'll be about 10 or 11 months to build the house, yeah. Excellent, mm-hmm. excellent. And um, is this a normal-style investment? Is it as SMSF investment, or how, how will that well, work for a at the moment, investor? we have another third-party company who's bought these two blocks of land to do it as a SMSF um, sale. Um, but let's, let's go back to normal. So these are about 900 a little bit over nine hundred thousand dollars each, nine hundred five, nine hundred six thousand um, dollars for sale for these two blocks side by side. And why we like these two packages are they're side by side. It's good. It's great for the provide the seal provider to manage both houses at the same time. Yep, absolutely. Um, having staff across both houses as well um, to look after all the participants there. Um, it's titled another positive there, and this is this is a this is a strong growth area in terms of um, residential. Growth with um, population. Perfect. Yeah. Um, the cost for this being nine oh five ish thousand dollars will require an investor to put down an EOI deposit of, of two thousand um, dollars. They'll also need to pay a ten percent deposit for the land contract. Yep. Is it which 5% is normal which, for the builders? Yeah, well? correct. Yeah. So in Melbourne, it's quite normal for vendors to ask for a ten percent deposit for land. Yep. To show commitment. So 10% here is about forty three and a half thousand dollars for the land deposit there. And then two thousand dollars for the EOI with the builder. And then there's also a there's also a certification fee, in a SDA certification fee of five and a half thousand dollars as well. Right? Mm. This is all paid um, before or at contract signing for the land. Yep. And then um, because of the land's title to be expected to settle within thirty days after that. In the 30 days, the investors should get their finance ready and so forth. And once that uh, the, the block is settled between purchaser and vendor, then uh, there'll be need to be a 5% bill deposit payable to the builder to do all the lodgements with council. Yeah. 
So you need about at least, you know, just for the purpose of these contracts, about 75k or so. 75k. But as we we keep on talking about in all our previous episodes, an investor should have how much percentage? About 30, 30%, 33%. For the the lender, it's at least 20%, yes. Yes, for the lender, yep. Is the ideal number. So 20% on, you know, $900,000 is about 180 grand. Yep. Right? So most of the lenders wouldn't would need that 180 grand deposit for that, for an 80% LVR to avoid LMI. Mm. Yep. But but the, the, the thing with this as a resale block is, again, this is quite common as well in the Melbourne market. There is no finance clause here, Matt. Okay. Oh, you that's, know, that's, so, that's worth knowing. Yeah. So knowing, so when a person buys a block of land, they would sign a contract subject to finance. In this case, the vendor doesn't want a, a no finance a finance clause, which means they can't get out. So you, when you're going in, you're locked in. So if you it, we're seeing a lot more of these scenarios where sellers or land developers they want to ensure that the client is committed, committed and serious. They've done their finance homework. Okay, they don't want to waste their time with contracts and then that cancels after five six weeks because they didn't get financed properly. So it's very important to, for investors to know that in a hot market like this. No finance clauses are quite common. And you right? need to have your finance Done. ready ahead of time. Yeah. Yep. And, and we keep on reminding our investors, Matt, don't think just because you go to a, a bank, CBA, Westpac, or NZ, with their pre-approval. That that's going to go across into Will that work? Whatever. No, it won't. No. Because those banks do not do end-based lending. Okay. You need to speak to a broker to, to refer you to, um, to work with a non-bank lender who does NDS. For SDA property, okay. Mm. So back to these, to these beverage blocks, Matt. I mean, we just did some rough calculations this morning. So beverage is uh, near Craigieburn, Wallen, Whittlesea, Clarkfield, Donnybrook, Woodstock. Those little suburbs around the area there, and we did some calculations there on the demand map on the on the website. Yep. The NDS demand map shows that there's about seventy five to one hundred million dollars of SIL funding every year in the area. Okay. Yeah. And um, from that, we're looking at about. Uh, a forecast of 2,000 to 2,600 participants in the area, right, by 2023. So let's let's assume 2,500 as a, as a rough number for my calculations here, right? Uh, number one category is autism, at 540 to 800 people, participants. Two is development de- developmental delay of 270 to 590 pe- participants. Intellectual disability and Down syndrome, 350 to 540. Mental illness and associated disability is 130 to 250 participants. Neurological disorders is 157 to 239 participants. Vision, hearing, speech and other impairments is 150 to 210. All other other disabilities is 115 to 200. But more importantly, the important one here is the disability caused by injury. So they're the wheelchair participants, fully accessible, high physical support participants, right? Right. So there's about 55 to 110 in there. Mm. Okay. So there's a lot of demand, you're saying, in the area. Well, yeah. it's it's not a lot, but it's good demand. Yes. Yep. You know, 2,000 to 2,700 participants in the area of these suburbs is um, total SIL participants. Right. Right. Yep. Now, as we said in the past, um, Australia-wide in the NDIA forecast at six percent is the average SDA participants. However, in Victoria, the num the high Victoria is the highest number. And that's four point three percent. So let's use four point three percent. So four point three percent of that two and a half thousand pool of people participants yep. 
is 107 participants. Now, across the board in around Australia, participant averages are about 70% for improvability, 10% robust, 10% fully accessible, and 10% higher physical support. So 20% of the pool of the pool sample there. Right. So if yep. we have 20% of 107 participants, which is based upon the 4.3% average in the 2,500 pool of people here, we're looking at about 21, 22 participants in this area of beverage and surrounding suburbs as HPS and fully accessible potential. Yep. Yep. Okay. So this is this is us showing our listeners how the demand map, the stats and data and the research goes behind the locations in the property. So these two properties here in um, in Beverage are four bed, two bath, two car, right? yep. with which is basically a carer OOA and three participants as HPS. Okay. And that's pretty standard for Melbourne, isn't it? Yeah, it is. In, in Queensland, uh, more bigger blocks, we're doing four bed, four bath, two car, or three bed, three bath, two car. Melbourne is very hard to find land, and the providers are okay with a 422 design. Okay, yeah. It's smaller blocks as well. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So uh, 480 square metres, um, 16 metre wide frontage, or 14 metre, yeah, 16 metre wide frontage, I think. So, so, let's, so based on... The average stats in the area of Beveridge and Craigieburn and Wallen and, and Whittlesea and Donningbrook here, 21 wheelchair participants in the area out of the 2,500 people. Right, okay. yep. So we're building, we're looking at two potential houses here. So that's three and three. We're looking at six rooms, that's for HBS or FA in these two houses side by side. Okay, so this, this, is, how we, this is how investors should look into data to help them assess whether and talking to local providers in the area, you know, yep, yep, to absolutely. find out whether they have participants who are in need of robust or HPS or, or, or FA category mm-hmm. design homes. Okay, so that's very important there because you know um, we also have the uh, demand map from, from Melbourne from last year, and you know the the strong areas are definitely Geelong, Monash, Banyul, Maroonda, Mornington Peninsula. Wallen Whittlesea, so here, Wallen Whittlesea here, Wallen Whittlesea has 189 total participants with SDA need, 189, mm. right? Whereas my number here, that, that, that I was talking about 10 minutes ago, yep. said, uh, you know, 2,500 times 20, you know. Yeah. But that, that, that 20% was HPS and FA, mm. you know, so... If, Truth be told, 4.3%. So my, my number I quoted before was really conservative. Yes. 4.3% yep. on 107 participants in all those five suburbs, right? Whereas Donna in our office, she did some research on Whittlesey Wallen alone, right? And that shows 189 participants in need of SDA. 163 are currently in a SDA dwelling. And those would be those group homes and legacy, legacy homes, dwellings, which, yep. which are all being defunded, by the way, okay? Um 13 people in these Wallen Whittlesea areas are looking for alternative SDA. 13 are not currently in SDA by seeking a dwelling. And across the board here, we're looking at uh, six in improved ability, five high physical support, six robust, and six fully accessible. So, again, they're not, these numbers are not set because they're a year ago. Yes. Right? Yeah, and since course. then, there have been more builds and, and whatnot. So, the point being is uh, there is good. St- Whittleton, Whittlesea White Wallen is a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, top seven area in Melbourne. Excellent. So Beveridge, 
which is next door to Whittlesea and, and Wallen, which is these areas here. The beverage packages here are in a top seven area region of Melbourne excellent. for SDA. Excellent, excellent. So which, which again also confirms what we said. Is it a good area? Yes, it is. It's a high growth area. Is it demanding area? We're looking at two different stats, statistics on the demand map and the research here, right? And then if one, any of our clients or investors want to do a, um, a research report from one other, another provider we use, then it'll cost 300 bucks per GST. Yep. So a third layer of research as well. Yes. Okay, so, so, there's so just to summarise, um, if someone's trying to find out more information, do their own research, they should A, go on the NDIS demand data map. Um, furthermore, they should maybe talk to some providers in the area, mm-hmm. ascertain the the demand or the amount of participants which are currently looking for, for properties to move into. Mm-hmm. And then thirdly, they can also... Um, independently um, get a, I suppose, a data report done on the area to mm. determine the exact numbers of participants. Mm. Yeah, and, and back to these design, this design house here, Matt, even though it's a four-bedroom house, Kera plus three, um, we always say to our investors, just assume two participants, you know, mm. yep. one fully accessible, one HBS, mm. out of the three rooms and one spare room. Never ever assume you are getting three HPS people in there at 160, yep. 150 grand yep. a year. That's man. what I, I try to tell my yeah. clients. Yeah. Even though they want to hear that, you, you know, tell them, yep. you know, whatever you think you'll get, hoping to get, just halve it by 50%. Mm. And if, mm. if you're okay with that as a conservative estimate, then that should be that's, that's very good. Your, your basis yeah. to go into this. Don't, don't go in thinking you, you're going to make massive returns in, in SDA because mm. no one knows the future. Right? Yep. And there could be, you know, there could be a whole bunch of other houses being built in the area and you don't know about this. You know? Mm. So, yeah. In summary, Matt, what's your, what's the summary here? Yeah. So I suppose the summary is um, just be aware of, uh, be aware that inflation's obviously going up. Not much you can do to mm. control that. Um, I suppose it's good news uh, in terms of your earnings in uh, the property market. Um, just being aware that obviously interest rates will affect your loan and um, the best thing you can do is try to secure a loan which obviously gives you favourable interest rates. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, also, obviously, we've just uh, kind of gone over some of the data relating to Melbourne and um, high-growth areas in Melbourne as well as our developments Mm. which we're working on which are, you know, obviously... um, Riding on the the coattails of that at high growth. One thing we've got to mention, Matt, is the SMSF topic on these beverage packages. Mm. Yeah. So even though we quoted nine oh five as purchase price, it's a one part contract. Is that right? As a two part contract. Two part contract. Yep. If a client who's an SMSF investor wants to look at something like this, these packages, right, or equivalent, you're looking at nine seventy nine eighty thousand dollars as a as a purchase price. So how much how much more would that be from? Well, as per our previous episodes about SMSFs, um, how it all works. Again, we're not financial advisors. We're just talking about how it actually the numbers works out to be for our investors to do it with their accountant and third party lender and third party service that does the one part one part contract. Uh, this nine hundred five as a normal purchase would be as a SMSF probably nine eighty thousand dollars. Right. Okay. An extra seventy-five grand more. Yep, and that covers the stamp duty one, uh, the interest rate costs, 
of during the construction period, the holding costs of the loan, um, solicitor fees, all those other costs, application fees in there. Because in this scenario here, the SMSF would just pay a twenty percent or twenty five percent deposit, and that's it, one off payment of the rest. Yep. Of that. Yep. And then pay nothing else. Yep. When it's all completed in a year's time, then they'll be transferred over in one as one asset. Yeah. Excellent. Good so that, that's the SMSF number there. So that's what we've got to. I'll bring that up now because we've talked about it. That's all. Yeah. Hmm. Excellent. I think that's all we wanted to kind of cover today. If anyone wants to send us a message, um, Luba from our office, she said to us to remind you and I to tell our listeners to contact us on Instagram or Facebook. Yep. Or on our website if they have any questions or have any uh, any topics they want us to talk us to talk about and cover. We'd love to hear from absolutely from, from our listeners and and we'll we'll help out as much as we can. Um, we had we just had the um, Brisbane Disability Connection Expo only a week ago. Um, I'm flying down to Melbourne this week or tomorrow to catch up with some some clients and some builders in Melbourne about the um, our progress of stock and opportunities in Melbourne. Also attending the Melbourne Property Expo in Melbourne as well for two days. Uh, and then in two more weeks, we're going to go up to the Townsville Disability Expo. Yep. On the absolutely. 19th of May. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So uh, now that the COVID's been lifted pretty much everywhere, um, it was amazing to see all the, um, the great show up rate of all the providers in Brisbane. It was a yep. massive, massive. Because the um, Brisbane Expo hasn't been on for about two years or yeah, something. Yeah, correct. And they, they all, yeah. all turned up this time around. It was good to see the crowds were there and the. And the exhibitors, it was really good to see. It was big, massive numbers, yeah. Excellent. And uh, we're, we're very excited to be part of this all. And we're going to keep on doing a lot more podcasts in the coming few weeks of other special guest speakers, um, um, charities and other groups to, to promote their, their brand awareness to the public. And we're very excited to all that. Yeah, but yeah, Matt, over to you. Excellent. Well, thanks, Min, uh, for having taken the moment today to just talk about these issues which have been in the news and um, looking forward to joining you on the next podcast. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure that you are subscribed and following us so that you can keep in the loop with all of our upcoming episodes. We would really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a written review, and to share this episode with those that can benefit. Until next time, catch you on the next episode.